Alexa Pasek at barnburner.ca. Our twice daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 64 platforms. Welcome to another edition of NFL Blitz with the Hall of Famer, Steve Carney of WDAE Radio in Tampa Bay, Florida. Week three, a lot of ups and downs for some people. But Steve, I forgot to ask you, Thursday night, the Cleveland Browns, did you open up a beer? You know, I didn't. I didn't open up a Bud Light. I did have a beer uh, in uh, in. I, I guess you could call it celebration. I, I say it as a, in congratulations. Uh, you know, I thought and the big thing about that win was the fact that Cleveland seems to have found its starting quarterback finally. What a what a performance by Baker Mayfield, and uh, I I can't wait for Monday to listen to Colin Coward have to eat his words about Baker Mayfield because all Colin Coward did this offseason was trash Baker Mayfield. I and to be honest, I I thought Mayfield would be okay, but I didn't think that he would come out and do that. So uh I, I gotta tip my cap to him as well. Uh great job by Baker Mayfield. And he got everybody beer in Cleveland. Everybody should be excited about that. Everybody should be even the Miz is excited. Even the Miz is excited. All right. Uh, as opposed to uh, Johnny Manziel, who uh, basically crapped the bed again for the Montreal Alouettes in the Canadian Football League. But let's not talk about that. All right. We'll begin Sunday in overtime again. I thought we we're going to have another consecutive uh, tie. But the New Orleans Saints pull out a 43-37 win over John Nelson's Falcons. Yeah. And, and how about what the, what the Falcons or what the, the Saints have had to do so far this year. Week one, they give up 48 points to the Buccaneers. Week two, they only give up 18 points, but they almost lose to Cleveland. And then finally, they go on the road in Atlanta. They give up 37 points at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but are able to somehow come through Drew Brees with a huge day uh, for the Saints. And uh, I think that if I'm uh, most of the teams in the NFC South, I'm really concerned because, uh, yeah, if the Saints look like they're starting to get back uh, into uh, into shape, this is a team that has gone 0-2 uh, each of the last couple of seasons, but now they're 2-1 and, and and basically breathing down the neck of the Buccaneers. 39 out of 49 for 396 yards, three touchdowns, also two receivers caught for uh, 100, more than 100 yards, Thomas, 10 receptions for 129. Alvin Kamara, 15 receptions for 124 yards. Uh, you know, Drew Brees, uh, simply fantastic. But Matt Ryan, 26 of 35, 374 yards, five TDs, and a loss. Unbelievable. Baltimore, 27, Denver, 14. Yeah, you know, but... Baltimore, I think, is uh, a lot better than people expected. I thought that Case Keenum uh, would uh, would be able to go across the country and, and into Baltimore and come out with a with a real handy uh, uh, win in this. But you know, I was I was really surprised with what uh, with what Baltimore did. You look at uh, Flacco's numbers; they weren't uh, tremendous. He only threw for 277 yards, uh, and he only threw for one touchdown. But the most important thing was he kept the ball from being turned over. No interceptions, only two – he was sacked twice. And uh, 
Collins uh, did his job on the ground. 18 carries for 68 yards, just under four yards a carry. You end up uh, moving the ball, and you end up holding on to the ball uh, a lot more often when that happens. Carolina gives Cincinnati their first loss of the year, defeating the Bengals 31-21. But uh, something here, McCaffrey had a great game, but, you know, that's uh, Cam Newton, 15 of 24 for 150 yards, two touchdowns. You can't win much games if your starting quarterback throws 15 catches, you know, 15 receptions for 150 yards. Well, the the problem is is that uh, Newton doesn't have a whole lot of uh, weapons when it comes to the passing game anymore. With uh, Greg Olson basically uh, month to month, according to Ron Rivera, with his broken foot, they really only have one wide receiver that they can count on. That's Devin Funches. He had four catches. Uh, out of seven targets for 67 yards and a touchdown. But you're right, McCaffrey, a big day on the ground. Almost 30 carries. He went for 184 yards. Uh, did not get into the end zone because Newton, uh, when they got down close to the end zone, it was Cam Newton time. But Newton with two touchdowns through the air, two more on the ground, and uh, they are able to uh, send Cincinnati back to the Queen City packing. The Giants 27, Houston 22. Uh, I want to touch on uh, Shaquan Barkley, 17 for 82 yards. How about Eli Manning, 25 of 29 for 297 yards, two touchdowns. But let's talk about Deshaun Watson. He threw 24 for 40, 385 yards, two touchdowns, and they still lost. Yeah, and, and you look at it now, the longest losing streak in the National Football League belongs to the to the Houston Texans. That's now eight straight losses dating back to last season. Uh, you mentioned uh, all those yards from Deshaun Watson, though. Uh, a lot of them came to Will Fuller, five catches for 101 yards. DeAndre Hopkins had six catches for 86 yards. But the problem was is they weren't able to get into the end zone with too many of them, only a touchdown each. Uh, you know, 385 yards, but only two scores. That shows you that the Giants' defense really uh, muscled up when it came uh, into the red zone. Now, uh, on the preview, we mentioned that uh, Pat Mahomes will throw for at least six. Well, you lied, Steve. He threw for three. He threw for three. Kansas City, 38-27 over San Fran. Mahomes, uh, 24 for 38, 314 yards, three touchdowns. But uh, Garoppolo... And some news here, uh, he may be done for the year. Steve, you want to fill everybody in? Yeah, uh, he was hit uh, going out of bounds and was down for quite a while uh, in the middle of this game. After the game, uh, it was uh, revealed that the 49ers are fearing that Garoppolo has torn his ACL and he'll have an MRI on Monday to determine the extent of the damage to his knee. And if it is a torn ACL, he's going to require surgery and he's going to be done for the year, which gives, which which begs the question, uh, can the 49ers trade for Nick Foles? Because uh, I hear that he might be looking for a job. Well, you know, he, he, he may be looking for a job, but you know who is looking for a job? A number seven who used to play for the 49ers. What's his name? Colin... Colin, something or other. Uh, you think about, would that ever happen? I, I don't know. I mean, you look, that's a, it's, a, it's an entirely different 
uh, offense now. Jim Harbaugh is no longer uh, there, and with John Lynch as the general manager, I wouldn't put it past John Lynch to at least reach out and go, hey, would you be interested? But I don't think Colin Kaepernick is interested in returning to the Bay Area. I think that he's looking uh, for something else uh, entirely. But there are a number of guys that I think could find themselves with an opportunity to play in San Francisco. I mentioned Nick Foles. Now that Baker Mayfield is going to be the starting quarterback in uh, in Cleveland, maybe they, uh, they make an inquiry on Tyrod Taylor, though uh, if Taylor is in concussion protocol, as we all believe he is, uh, he may not be able to play this week. Uh, there's a couple of other guys. Uh, Sam Bradford uh, is also now, and, and we'll get to the Arizona game here in a little bit, uh, but they had to put uh, they put Josh Rosen in, in the fourth quarter of that game. Maybe Sam Bradford is someone that that John Lynch would be interested in. Uh, there's going to be a lot of guys, there's going to be a lot of teams getting a call from John Lynch in the next day or two. What about your guy? What about your guy? He, either Colin uh, McGregor or are the uh, Jameis Winston? That Jameis Winston's still suspended through tomorrow, so uh, I don't th- and I don't think he's going anywhere. I think. And I said this on 620 WBAE, and you're going to get an exclusive from me right now here on the NFL Blitz. I said on 620 WBAE uh, uh, earlier this week that I thought that Jameis Winston should start week four against Chicago. I got a very, very strongly worded letter from an incarcerated inmate here in Tampa disagreeing with me. That's how that's how much they love Ryan Fitzpatrick right now in Tampa Bay. When I'm getting inmates writing me, not calling me, not emailing me, but sending me actual handwritten letters talking about how Jameis Winston shouldn't be starting, that's how crazy it is right now for the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Steve Carney with the exclusive. That, that, you won't hear that where anywhere else. Come on. All right. Miami, 3-0 and to begin the year on top of the AFC East. Yeah, and, and you look at it right now, they're the, uh, uh, they're the one team uh, in Florida that is 3-0. and Every uh, team uh, based out of Florida in the NFL came into this week 2-0. Miami is the only one right now that is three and zero. Of course, we'll we'll have the Buccaneers game Monday night uh, against Pittsburgh. But uh, you know, they uh, they ran around. They ran up. Uh, the the uh, the Raiders ran out on them early. Uh, you saw Jordy Nelson had huge numbers in, in the first half of this game. He finished with 173 yards. He had 135 yards in the first quarter uh, of this game, uh, but. What happened, they took their foot off the accelerator, Derek Carr with a couple of late turnovers, and all of a sudden Miami finds himself uh, sending Oakland back to that other Bay Area with a lot, with another loss. And John Gruden is now 0-3 uh, to start his second tenure in Oakland. And I believe his last, five, or his last eight uh, regular season games, he's now 0-8. And, and isn't this guy have a 10-year – $10 million contract? 10 years, $10 million per season. But, you know, this team is gonna is not really going to do much uh, this year, and it's not going to do much next year. They're trying to build for when they finally move into that big stadium that's, that's going up just outside 
of uh, the city limits in Las Vegas. Philadelphia gets Carson Wentz back. They edge out the Colts 20 to 16. What did you think of Wentz? You know, uh, I I was okay. I thought that, you know, for Wentz, uh, coming back from uh, from this uh, from his ACL, it, it was his first game back. You know, the weather was supposed to be uh, a pretty big factor. There was supposed to be a lot of rain. He threw a touchdown on his first uh, on his first drive. Finished with uh, 250 yards through the air. He did throw an interception, uh, but he uh, was able to uh, to get the uh, uh, the ball out to both of his tight ends, both Dallas Goddard and Zachert had big days, each of them with more than five catches. Each of them finished with 73 yards. Goddard had a touch, had the touchdown catch. And the defense was able to, was able to hold off Andrew Luck. Luck did not uh, fare as well in the weather, only 164 yards through the air. And he threw 40 times. That was 4.1 yards per attempt. You're never going to win games with four yards and attempt through the air. All right, so let's get to Washington and Green Bay. Uh, Washington dismissing Green Bay here. Uh, Alex Smith, listen to this, 12 of 20 for 220 yards. Aaron Rodgers, 27 of 44 for 265. Is it time to bench Aaron Rodgers? Because let's face it, he, you know, he had an okay game, but he's playing visibly injured. Well, uh, the only problem is is that the the quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers may be the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. It's Deshaun Kaiser who helped lead uh, Cleveland last year to zero and sixteen. So right now, no, I I think as long as Aaron Rodgers has two legs to stand on, uh, I think that you're going to see him out there instead uh, of Deshaun Kaiser. The other thing about Alex Smith. Uh, you know, 220 yards is uh, is about what you expect from the game manager. But how about Adrian Peterson? Where uh, yeah. you know we talked about him in week one. He struggled last week, but he goes for 120 yards this year on 19 carries with a couple of touchdowns. Yeah, 41 yard touchdown run in that game, and uh, I was really impressed with how he looked. So Majid Pirine is supposed to be back in week four, but the way that Peterson is is running the football, I don't know. I think that they may. Uh, hold off and uh, try and give him another week or two. What about, uh, I got to talk about this. Yet again, Clay Matthews, I don't know if you want to say get screwed, but uh, like Steve, what is, you know, what is a quarterback sack anymore? Was that a sack that, or not? No, it, that's a that's a bad call by the, by the officials. And that's now, uh, what, two weeks in a row that Clay yep. Matthews, with a le- with with what is clearly a legal hit on a quarterback gets called for roughing the passer and it leads to uh, it leads to points uh, going the other way. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers got crushed in this game at least, uh, <laughs> and that's why I know you say maybe they should go to Deshaun Kaiser, but uh, but yeah, I thought that Rodgers took at least uh, a handful of hits that were worse than the one that Matthews got called for roughing on. All right, now the best one o'clock game of the day uh, oh, happened. It. Happened? If, no, I got it. Come on, come on! I have to have this one. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you fifteen seconds. Go. Happened. Happened in Minnesota, and uh, the oh, Buffalo Bills were seventeen point seventeen point underdogs, and beat the Minnesota Vikings twenty-eight to 
27 to 6. We got a quarterback. We got a quarterback, Josh Allen. He's not only a quarterback. He's a high, uh, how do you call it, high bolter, whatever, high, high jumper, whatever you want to call it. Come on, Steve. <laughs> come on. Come on. The Buffalo Bills are now one and two. It's almost, well, we're not going to talk about the Patriots, but the Patriots lose. They're one and two also. We got the same record as the Patriots. And not only that, I'm going on the limb. By the way, Buffalo Bills next week play in Green Bay. Green Bay are 14-point favorites. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills cover that spread too. What do you say yeah. about the best 1 p.m. game? You know, good for uh, good for Buffalo. Uh, this was a game, and we talked about this before we uh, before we started the show. Uh, I we we went back and forth, you and I, on social media about uh, about the Vikings. I took uh, just about every Viking you could uh, ask for. Uh, offensively uh, in uh, in daily or in weekly fantasy this week, and uh, and I got burned. Uh, I'll I'll uh, agree with that completely. Now that being said, <laughs> you're you're talking about having a quarterback. You know, Josh Allen only threw for 196 yards. He was sacked three times a- as well. Doesn't uh, matter. They won 27-6. Does not matter. The, On the road. The big thing. The big thing for them was that they were able. To, to also be very balanced offensively with the running game. You know, they had they had 38 uh, rushing plays. They went for 128 yards, a couple of touchdowns as well. Uh, so I, I think that that was the big part about this. I think Chris Ivory... Uh, about Shady McCoy. Elton, well, they, they didn't need Shady McCoy. They had, they had Josh Allen uh, make up the difference for, for Chris Ivory, so... All right, enough. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit excited, but talk about uh, yeah, just a tad. Let's go to uh, the battle of L.A. L.A. Rams, L.A. Chargers. Rams winning 35-23. Are the Rams the best team in the league right now? Um. Well, to to put it to put it succinctly, yes. Uh, it seems like they have everything going for them. They've got a fantastic quarterback. In Jared Goff, they've got a really strong running game. Of course, Todd Gurley uh, anchoring that running game. He had 100 yards uh, on the ground. Goff threw for 350 yards and three scores. They've got, you know, Robert Woods had 10 catches. Brandon Cooks nearly had 100 yards through the air as well. Cooper Cup with a 53-yard touchdown in that game. Oh, yeah, and, of course, they just happen to have Indomitian Sue and Aaron Donald uh, on the line together. Uh, and uh, they they had uh, uh, they they basically uh, they had a couple of uh, turnovers in that case. Uh, there were no interceptions uh, for the Rams, uh, but you look at it, it seems like they just pick every box that you're looking for. So yes, to me, the Rams right now are the team to beat, not just in the NFC but in the entire league. All right, Seattle getting by Dallas 24-13. Uh, a note here. Ezekiel Jackson, 16 rush attempts for 127 yards, 7.9 yard average, and they still lose by uh, 11 points, 9 points, whatever it is. But uh, what is going on with Dallas? Well, I'll tell you that uh, the big thing for them was uh, the turnover battle. Uh, They lost the turnover battle as uh, Elliott 
fumbled the, fumbled the ball once away. Prescott was intercepted twice. Uh, so when you're only when you only had, uh, I think they only had like 53 uh, plays total uh, on offense, whereas the Seahawks had 26, uh, you know, uh, 26 rushing attempts and 39 passes. They had 65 uh, plays on offense, and they just held the ball longer. So, uh, and, and really, they did a really good job, I thought, Russell Wilson, uh, while he, he's not rushing the ball as much, you know, 192 yards uh, through the air, but Chris Carson was the big, uh, the big piece of that. 32 carries for Carson. That'll really, drag, that'll really slow a, uh, a defense down and, uh, and be able to keep the, the ball in their possession. All right, Chicago, Arizona, Chicago, 16-14 victory. You know what? Chicago's 2-1, and one, and if they didn't blow the game to Green Bay, we're talking about Chicago Bears with Mitchell Trubisky as quarterback as 3-0. and oh. Yeah, and, and Trubisky, uh, you know, this, this one kind of surprised me, mostly because you look at the, the offensive numbers, in this game and they were bad on both sides i mean for crying out loud the arizona cardinals had just uh 211 yards of offense total uh the bears uh did a little better uh you know mostly because they had both uh jeremy howard and Tariq cohen uh combined to go for 114 yards on the ground that's the big thing was cohen uh, it's averaging 10.6 yards a carry for his five carries, and then uh, having Jeremy Howard just grind things to a halt. This was the typical three yards in a cloud of dust that most Chicago Bears fans remember from uh, the uh, the black and blue division in the NFC uh, Central from the uh, late 70s through the uh, through the early 90s. Now, one game I forgot to mention it was. Uh... One o'clock, and this is the NFL. Jacksonville last week does a number on New England. This week at home, can't even score a touchdown, gets two field goals, and loses three field goals to two, nine six to Tennessee, who started their backup quarterback, but came back with their number one quarterback, went back to the backup, went back. Never mind, nine six Tennessee. What's going on here? Well, I, I, I thought that was the funny part is that Marcus Mariota was good enough to play, but not good enough to start for the, uh, for the Titans. It, that was just a weird, uh, it was a weird contest. They only had uh, 83 yards uh, through the air, uh, and, but they had all this, uh, all this uh, yardage on the ground, uh, which helped them. Uh, you know, they had 150 yards rushing uh, compared to uh, the Jaguars with just 87 yards on the ground. Blake Bortles uh, was, you know, 4.6 yards uh, per attempt. I, I said that with uh, earlier, you know, if you're under five yards in attempt, you're going to find yourself on the losing end so much off, so much more often than not. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, Steve will be back here for a Monday night football preview where his Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play host to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, Steve, tell everybody how they can uh, get a hold of you as we close out this edition of NFL Blitz. Absolutely, Joe. You can follow me on Twitter, at Steve Carney. Check me out on 620 WDAE weekdays. 
uh, for Monday Night Football. Uh, I'm also a part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pregame and postgame show, which you can hear locally in the Tampa Bay market on 98 Rock, uh, WXTB-FM. If you're outside of the market, uh, check it out on the NFL Game Day uh, Pass app, or uh, if you're if you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mobile app, uh, they stream the game live on there as well. All right, Steve. Again, we'll be back for a preview of Monday Night Football. Thanks a lot, Steve. Thanks, Joe.